The following sermon podcast is a glimpse into the community of Central Bible Church, where we strive to welcome everyone into Jesus' life. We hope that you can join us for this Sunday service as we gather together seeking to live in and for Christ. Yeah, yeah, Matthias. No, I'm just taking a break. Yeah. Well, Sarah baked some fresh pita, so I'm just going to rest my feet for a minute. Yeah, I'll cover you in about 10. Is that cool? All right. Thanks. Oh, hey. I didn't see you guys there. Did you come by yourself? Sit by the fire? You guys must be here because of the census that Caesar Augustus called. Our little town of Bethlehem has been going crazy in the last few weeks. He has the requirement that everyone should come and be registered at the place of their birth. It's just my opinion, and my wife says that I shouldn't talk about politics, but I think Caesar's a little big for his britches, if you ask me. You know? Off he sits in his palace, out of touch with normal, everyday people like you and me. It's been interesting seeing all these people come back into town, seeing old friends. Life hasn't changed much for me since I left school. Uh, I've actually never traveled more than 20 miles outside of our small town of Bethlehem. And uh, I've been a shepherd ever since I was a boy, actually third, third generation herdsman. And uh, my, keep, my sheep keep me very busy, some days busier than I'd like, but I love my flock, my sheep hear my voice, and they know me, and I know them, and I love them. I especially know the ones who make mischief. And things are quiet most evenings, kind of like they are right now. Me and my brother Matthias, we stay awake watching our flocks by night. We pass the time by telling stories or jokes or singing songs together. In the darkness, we try and sleep in shifts in order to make sure that our sheep are safe. You should see me when the wolves try to pick off one of the young lambs. I'm no David, but I've uh, introduced many a wolf to the business end of my staff, if you know what I mean. But I, I digress, sorry. It's uh, just nice to have somebody to talk to other than sheep. It gets lonely out here in the starlight. Usually just my brother and me, but the other night, it was a different story. This past weekend, we were out watching our sheep, actually just on that hillside over there, and it was well past midnight, and the sheep, even the ornery ones, had settled down for the night. And it was my turn for the watch. The only light came from the stars above us and the campfire that I was warming myself by. What I'm about to say next sounds made up, but I promise every bit of what I'm about to tell you is true. In fact, it was Matthias who had polished off the end of the wineskin with dinner, and so I was totally in my right mind for what happened next. Suddenly, I was overwhelmed with this blazing white light of fire. I was so caught off guard that I, that I fell off my feet and scrambled behind a nearby bush. When my eyes adjusted, I saw before me what looked like I imagined the angels that I've read about in Scripture. I was, he was surrounded by this brilliant white 
luminous light. I know it's redundant, but there was a lot of it. It illuminated everything around us. And if that wasn't enough and wasn't starting enough, he spoke. Do not be afraid. Too late. I was terrified. I was in awe. I was confused. All of the things, all at once, flooded with conflicting emotions. I simply could not look away. Neither could my brother Matthias. I wish you could have seen his face. He was startled awake from a dead sleep by this angelic being. His eyes were as big as pomegranates. If you don't tell him, I tell you. I think he was so afraid that he may have soiled his sleeping bag, but we'll keep that between you and I. Once we both calmed down, you can imagine it took a minute for us to do that. The angel spoke again. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will be great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. What in the world? Here I am, a simple shepherd from a long line of herdsmen. Why me? It's crazy, right? Could anything important happen in our small town? Bread is the biggest thing to come out of our city since, well, uh, David, I guess. But my brother and I, simple shepherds, are the first one to get this heavenly birth announcement direct from a heavenly messenger of Yahweh. Why me? I was just minding my own business when I was startled from counting my sheep with the news that our hope had been realized. No more waiting. No more longing. We've been doing that for so long. In fact, some of us in Bethlehem had given up waiting and began to hope in other things. Others still even questioned if we needed saving anymore. It's been hundreds of years since the prophets last spoke. We don't count our waiting in days or hours or even years, but in generations. And yet the words of the prophet have come true today. The Messiah is here with us in Bethlehem. Why wasn't our rabbi notified first? Or the chief priest? Or better yet, why didn't news go straight to Caesar himself? All I know is Yahweh saw me. And he entrusted me with this this marvelous, world-changing news that's for everyone. And I'm humbled and honored all in the same moment. And the news isn't just for prophecy nerds or religious elite or people who think they have their act together. If it's good news for me, an ordinary shepherd, then it's good news for everyone. People need to know. You need to hear it. The wait is over. Christ is here. I wish you could have been there with us. In the instant, the the sky was jam-packed with a multitude of angels making the most beautiful music that anyone's ever heard. It was fitting only for the inauguration of the King of Kings. And before we had time to wrap our heads around this earth-shattering news, Matthias and I were giving our, given our marching orders. The angel told us that we were to go and to find a baby, the baby Savior who was wrapped snugly in a blanket, lying in a manger. I'm a shepherd. I know what a manger is. And I knew that the sens- with the census, there had to be a whole bunch of new parents snuggling young children in the streets of Bethlehem. But wouldn't you know it, on my journey, I saw there swaddled up, nestled into a feeding trough, the Savior, just like the angel had said. The King of Kings came in a way that we never could have expected. 
a baby that no one had room or time for. Such humble beginnings for the Savior King, the one who came to right all wrongs, to heal the brokenhearted, to bring true, lasting shalom. I got to meet the proud parents, Mary and Joseph. They were a lovely young family. I could tell the magnitude of this moment was not lost on them either. We sat and rejoiced in the Lord together as we marveled at the baby king. I got the sense that we shared a special bond, almost like kin. I wish I could have taken a selfie to remember the moment, but cell phones have not been invented yet. And they gave the beautiful Savior King a fitting name. Apparently, I wasn't the only one to be visited by an angel. Mary was visited by a messenger before she gave birth, and he gave her the name Jesus for the child. He told her that her son would be the Son of God, and that his reign would never end. I know you're not from around here. Do you know what the name Jesus means? Yahweh saves. God saves. How perfect. God hasn't left us. He didn't forget us. He is with us. When Matthias and I finally made it home later that night, we had to explain to our dad why we left our sheep bewildered and alone and vulnerable on the hillside. His fears were allayed when we said that we went to meet the Messiah and his angry face churned to joy. We opened the good wine and we celebrated. He shared the powerful words that I've heard since I was a boy from the prophet Isaiah, words that give us hope that God has not forgotten us. Matter of fact, um, I wrote them down so I wouldn't forget them. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, for a child is born to us. A son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. My friends, it may have been the emperor's census that has brought you to Bethlehem, but the true king has arrived. He and his family are staying less than a mile from here. And I know that you're probably tired from your journey and anticipating time spent with extended family. But what is stopping you from going to worship the Savior? He's finally here. I cannot stop talking about it. Speaking of which, uh, I believe break time's over. It's my turn to take watch over the sheep. It's been good talking with you. And I hope that you have safe travels back to, I think, uh, how do you say, uh, the land of port. But may... May the true king's arrival fill you with hope on your journey. Go in the Lord. We desire to be formed by the word of God in community. If you have questions about this week's sermon, we would love to hear from you. For more information about our church, please visit centralbible.church.